Hello, you little cheez-its, and welcome to episode 99.5 WCTT-FM for your 80s, 90s, and today's country hits. <laughs> you nailed it. Thank you. That was impressive. Thank you. Especially since uh, you just remembered that. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It just popped right in my head. Yeah, it was good. Well, I'm Sarah from Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. And today I'm joined in Fort Lewis Studios by uh, our producer, Carrie. It is so smarch out there, I can't even deal. Yes, this has been a weird day. Um, even more so weird because Renee's not here with us. Yeah, so so technically this, like, if you're if you're going to go counting. go by the numbers and, you know, actually counting the episodes or whatever, um, this would be 100, but, but... Because it's your all's podcast and you can do whatever you want with it. Mm-hmm. Um, we're calling this 99.5. Yes. Because the latest, the greatest. <laughs> um, <laughs> because Renee is not here. And of course, it would not be a hundredth episode with without Renee. Absolutely not. I would not dream of celebrating a milestone without no way Mm-mm. our OG buddy Renee. But we wanted we we wanted your yeah we wanted to do something anyway yeah. today. So you know, and I've done this with GBS before. Like we used to have these goofy goofy like when we started out like these little like GBS explains it all, which they don't exist anymore because I cleared them out to ha- <laughs> make room on the speaker. But uh, yeah, we used to do just, just stuff like that. So you know, it counts in the in the pantheon. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we wanted to put something out. We will be celebrating 100 next time. Yeah, for sure. And we'll have, I feel like we'll have done something fun for 100 by then, too. Yeah. So, we'll, uh, it'll work out. And we're going to have fun today. Yes. Yeah. Just me and Carrie. And we've already, it up. we've already got the game plan for 100. So, yeah, it's, yeah. it's good to go. It's You're going to enjoy it. Yeah, it will put it in that the uh, GBS deep freeze. It'll be good to go. Yep. And it'll be uh, one in the pantheon of hinky episodes so it'll be good and we'll have fun i think so and uh yes it is very smart outside because i'll just i'll just have you know and i'm not bragging dear listener but i've been going to the gym almost every morning for the past over a month now at 4 45 in the morning or 4 45 to 5 so i went this morning and i well, when my Alexa woke me up, it said it was snowing, and I was like, ooh, that's cold. So I put on my clothes, went out the door. It was snowing, but there, it was just like a little dusting. I didn't even dust the car off. I let the wind dust it off since nobody was out. But anyway, I was I went to, went to the gym, no problem. Came back out, no problem. Went home, no problem. It's like 6 by the time I get home. I get a text from my mom at 7 a.m., it says, be careful going to work. There's been 40 accidents so far in Lexington. And I was like, where? In Lexington, Kentucky? Because it wasn't slick when I was out an hour ago. And she was like sending me all these texts. Just like, I'm just telling you. It's slick out there. So um, I go to work and I get to like the bridge where New Circle is. And I look to the right. There's cars as far as the eye can see. I look to the left. There's cars as far as the eye can see. And they are just sitting there. And I was like, well, damn. There is something happening up here. I went to get something for a, a future episode. Yep. That had me go off Which Southland Drive. <laughs> you're going to have to go get again because yeah. that's not going to keep. <laughs> Which is fine. But um, I went to the place. The lady in the place was like, 
Yeah, it's closed. New Circle is closed. I have never seen this many cars on Southland Drive in my life. Like, that was like the detour. So it took me forever to get to work. And then I come out. I can't even walk through the parking lot. Because I'm doing a little duck walk through the parking lot. Trying not to fall and kill myself. But uh, I leave work now and it's sunny. But it's it cold. It looks like there was never snow. Right, but it's so cold it's out. It's fairly cold. Yeah, Honestly, it doesn't feel as cold now as it has over the past few days. Because a lot of the time when I've gone out, the wind's been blowing really mm-hmm. hard. And that makes it like unbearably cold. But the wind's not blowing now, so it feels all right. Yeah, so smarchy. So smarchy. <laughs> yeah, so a real definition definition of smarch. We could have used a little bit of Mr. Plow this morning. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know, something. Well, Mr. It's... Plow with the salt. Do you think he has salt um, on his drum? Um, you know what? I think he, I don't remember in that episode Mr. if he did. Plow. That's Mr. the name. Plow. That name again is Mr. Mr. Plow. Yeah, yeah. that's it. I don't know. Yeah, it just like people were, it was crazy because I got up um, at like 7.15 or whatever and, you know, looked on the Twitters and it's like, you know, people sliding off Clay's Ferry Bridge. <laughs> I don't even know what else. Yeah, the interstate was closed too. Yeah, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. It was insanity. But it's fine now though. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, if you're listening to this tomorrow, just know <laughs> that you could have been driving around all day today. But yeah, it was a weird, it was a weird morning for sure. But um, yeah, cleared up. I'm happy for that. All kinds of good stuff. Um, well, since it's just me and you, we can talk about what we did over the weekend right up top. Well, first of all, we need to, to say that um, we went and had brunch at Saul Good. Yes. Remember that? Barely. <laughs> kind of. That um, was two weeks ago. I can't remember that. I hadn't been to Saul Good in forever. But it was really good, and mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. And uh, I'm be excited to go back and try their mimosa flight. Yeah, it did look good. Uh, that looked interesting. Mm-hmm. And a good price on that, too, <clears throat> seemed. Like, you could get, what, 6 for 20 or something? Mm-hmm. 4 for 14 and 6 for 20. And it looked like they were fairly decent pours, too. I know. I thought about it for a minute, and I was like... Those seem too big for a flight. I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> yeah, and we were we were going to record uh, after that, so yeah, it was probably. But I'd go back and and try it. Yeah. And uh, then we went to Smithtown mm-hmm. Seafood. Yeah. Which I have been to in forever, but it was very delicious. I love Smithtown Seafood. That catfish is the bomb. Yeah, it, but it was so weird. It was a Tuesday night. And it was packed. It was very packed. Like it was bizarre. <clears throat> yeah. I thought it would be for Run Club, but I don't even think it was for that. No, I think it was just, I don't know if people were finally getting out of their houses or what, but yeah. it was really packed. I wonder if that's an area that still didn't have power, so people were coming there to hang out or something. It could have been. but I don't know. Then, the most exciting thing mm-hmm. was that we went and celebrated Lauren's birthday mm-hmm. from GBS yes. at Happy birthday. K-Pot. Yes, that was very exciting. And we talked about it on GBS, but we're going to talk about it again, because it was pretty cool. Yeah, I really liked it. I was like, I don't want to say I was scared by any means, but I was nervous about how it worked because I've never been to a place like that. Um, And I've only been to like like a Mongolian, like BD's Mongolian girl like once, like 10 years ago. So I'm not really like well versed on the cooking your own food, like at the table type deal. So I was a little bit nervous there, but they explain everything to you pretty well. And then Lauren and Kyle had been, so they were like, oh, yeah, you got to do this, you got to do that, or whatever. But you can get a hot pot, which is like the soup, and you cook everything in the soup. Or you can get the grill. Um, but So they have little grills there, and you can cook on, but you 
Only you can only do one unless you pay like everybody pays an extra five dollars. Then you can do both. Right. Either the whole table has to do w- one or the other, one or the other, or both. Yeah. Yeah. But but some some people can't just do the grill, and some people just can't do hot pot. Which I don't. I wonder why it doesn't seem like it's that logistically nightmarish. Yeah, I don't. You know, I don't know. There's got to be some reason in terms of like maybe ingredients or something behind it. I I don't I don't know. Mm, you think maybe they don't want people to cook the fish eggs on the grill? Possibly. <laughs> and they were fish balls. Thank you very much. Sorry. Well, they had fish eggs. They did. Them. They were fish egg balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the the hot pot version um, on that menu had several types of balls you could choose from. You did. You had lobster balls, fish mm-hmm. balls. Meatballs. Um, meat, yeah, meatballs. There were several different types of balls you could choose from. It was like the Bubba Gump shrimp yeah. of balls. And I also like <laughs> the fact that you got your own pot of broth. Yes. Because I have, I watch a lot of YouTube videos. That's like con- consists of my main watching, oh, me too. viewing experience anymore. But um, I watch this dude call it, his name is Mike Chen. And he's uh, his channel is Strictly Dumpling. And then he has another channel, but I can't remember the name of it. But he goes all over the world and everywhere. And he loves a good good hot pot and a good Korean barbecue. Uh, so he's always going to these places in, in different countries and in the United States and stuff like that. So I've only seen it with where they put the pot in the middle mm-hmm. of the table. And then, and then some of them you can get, there's like a split pot that has two different broths or whatever. But this one, you got your own individual pot, Mm -hmm. which I feel like was at least a little bit more sanitary. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Hygienic was going to be a word I used, but both, I feel like both of them apply. Yeah. um, I kind of wish that like the burner was closer to the edge of the table because that was quite of a stretch to try to You felt like you were slopping a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I was slopping a lot of it. Um. And then I was trying to like look cool and use chopsticks, and but I don't want to be that like American person that can't use chopsticks either, and be like, I'm gonna come in here and eat with a fork, which I did a little bit. But listen, I'm committed to chopsticks, and it's like if I'm not holding them exactly right, it's probably for everybody. <laughs> if you're not <laughs> holding them just right, then they're they're just flinging fl- around, flopping around. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take a little detour here real quick because um. At work yesterday, one of the one of the techs asked me what I did over the weekend, and I said, "Oh, I actually went to K-Pop for the first time." And he was like, "Oh, I've been there like ten times. I love that place." Did you use a fork or chopsticks? <laughs> and I was like, "I used chopsticks, thank you very much, but I didn't use them well." But um, so yeah, people people are watching how <laughs> you're eating Asian food. Well, and it also, it also, honestly, it kind of threw me off a little bit because everybody at the table orders their their meat and their vegetables, and you have a two hour time limit. But in that two hour time limit, you can get as much as you want of whatever you want, right? Mm-hmm. But within that two hour time limit, um, I was just surprised that the things that I ordered, they just kind of brought them out and put them on the table. Mm-hmm. So, like, and uh, the one thing I didn't like was the meats weren't like labeled so I yeah. didn't necessarily know what I was eating like except for the lamb because lamb has a very distinct taste mm-hmm. so that kind of threw me off because I was like oh where are those fish balls oh there they are down at the other end of the table mm-hmm. right yeah yeah they just like kind of set everything down in front of like me and Kyle right <laughs> and we were doing a lot of passing back and forth but I like that they have different kinds of broth 
Like if you don't want a spicy broth. Right, which you all got the spicy. You and John and I think Lauren, uh, Lauren got the got spicy broth. Uh, was a spicy boy. The Thai one wasn't super spicy. It, it was good. It was flavorful, but it wasn't super spicy. I'd like to go back and just try the barbecue. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to trying both. Yeah. I'll pay an extra $5. Yeah, yeah. And so dinner was twenty nine ninety nine a person. I think lunch is eighteen ninety nine a person. I'm not sure, like, in terms of what menu choices. I'm sure. Well, no, I take that back. The fish balls specifically said dinner item only. <laughs> so if you want to try the fish balls. I'll bring the balls out for dinner. And you got, uh, what'd you get the, 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 oh, what was that little dumpling thing? Oh, that you got? I got gyozas and, and um, shumai. shumai. Shumai, that was very good. Yeah. Um, I really like, the gyoza was probably my favorite, but I love those. Like, those are just like steamed dumplings i'll eat a steamed dumpling all day long but we actually it was nice because you know everybody kind of tried everything that everybody mm-hmm. ordered you know people weren't like you know hoarding anything or <laughs> something no, like that no. you know so everybody was like if you wanted to try and you did try the fish balls so good for I you did. they were um i didn't mind them that much kind of they had a fishy taste but they tasted like tuna out of the can to me it's the taste I was getting off of them. It was more fishy. I guess it was a little bit surprising. And I like them, mm-hmm. but it was a little bit more fishy than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I guess that's that's when I when I first ate one. I was And, like, with the meat, this is also another interesting thing, I guess. The meat sliced super, super, super thin. Yes, it cooks almost right. immediately. Like, 30 seconds in the meat. But, like, some of those dumplings and things like that, and again, going back to the fish balls, um, I was like, how long do I cook this yeah. for, you know? It would be nice if they had that on the menu. Like... For people who are noobs like we were. Or like a, a sheet, like a cheat sheet, yeah. like kind of or whatever. Yeah. Because it was pretty obvious with the meat. It was so thinly sliced. Yes, it's like almost see-through thin, which, I mean, works for me. You just dunk it in there, let it float around a little bit. And whenever it's brown, you eat it. <laughs> right. But, but yeah, some of the other stuff was kind of hard to tell, which I don't think I ate anything that was undercooked. And like I noticed that they had uh, chicken. I think they had it on the hot pot side menu, and I, I was like, "Oh, I don't know about that." Yeah. Now the grill side, because you could really tell when chicken's done, right? Yeah. But boiling it, eh. yeah, it's it's kind of tricky too. Which I mean, I've poached uh, many a chicken breast, but it really depends on how high like. Are you, like, cooking it really hot? Because those hot pots get hot quick. They, and they do. Were like, they were, like, shooting, like, stuff out on top of them. They were I so had to hot. turn mine down. I kept mine on low to medium for a lot of the time. But, um, yeah, it was really neat, and I really liked it. And I really want to go back. It was popular. There was a ton of people in there. Yeah. Yeah, someone walked out as we were saying, oh, this place must be really good. And a kid walked out and said, yeah, man, it's fire! <laughs> like... Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. So, yeah, I highly recommend. It actually is bigger inside than you think that it's going to be. Also, um, just as an aside, they do have a sauce bar Mm -hmm. that had, like, some kimchi, and you can, like, put together your own sauces and stuff like that. And then they have a dessert area. Mm -hmm. I had a few little desserts. Don't know what they were. But they were, like, pretty reminiscent of what you could get at, like, the Chinese buffet. It's really what it was reminding me of. Like, they had the classic, like, Americanized Chinese buffet menu of, like, 
vanilla pudding and yeah. like cut up mango, little ice cream, and the little, little cups, cups of, of ice, ice cream. cream, and then they had the little pastries. Yeah, that's totally what it was. But yeah. you know, that's but fun. I love that. I was full. All it was missing was like the um, donuts, the little sugar. Donuts. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so I was like, I was full surprisingly because yeah. I went into it with the mindset like. Oh, you know, this is going to be fun. It obviously is a fun kind of, you know, mm-hmm. thing or whatever. But I kind of went into it with the mindset as, oh, I'm probably still going to be hungry when we leave, right? Yeah. Just because, you know, you're gay, yeah, you're getting all this meat, but you're having to cook it and then kind of in whatever. Yeah. I was also full. And I was thinking, like, I'm so full, but I don't feel like I ate that much. Right. But maybe I ate more than I thought because I think three of us got, like... Same kind of meat, so it was mm-hmm. just like one huge platter yeah. of meat, and we ate it all. Yeah, pretty like, much. We didn't really leave too much behind, and that's another thing too. Like you got to gauge your appetite as you go, because if you're start if you're starting to get full, just stop. Because if you ho- order a whole other like platter of meat, for example, and you don't eat it, they charge you what thirteen ninety five a pound yep. for for each pound of food that you don't eat. Yep, and it's so specific. Don't get yeah. overly zealous because it specifically says it at the bottom of the menu in in not not even super fine print, but of the fine print at the bottom of the menu that <laughs> it says that that in order to prevent food waste or as much food waste as possible. Yes, that yes, if you leave a certain you know whatever percentage of food, I guess that they deemed wasteful, mm-hmm. uh, they will charge you extra. Yeah, which I think is fair. Yeah. I think that's totally fair. Yeah, because. I mean, they're probably, that's a lot of money that they're throwing right? out when you're just like. And there's no to-go boxes or no. bags or anything like that. You don't get, you don't get to take home any, like, you don't get to take home any sliced meats, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably for the best. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely want to go back, though. Yeah. But, yeah, rec- highly recommend. And they're all over the country, those K-Pots mm-hmm. are. Yeah, it's a big chain from what I can yeah. tell. But, you know. And don't let it fool you because they really legitimately are popular in Korea. Like, that's a legit, like, it's, it's, this yeah. isn't like, maybe some of the, the foods have been Americanized or, you know, for tastes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like overall experience, I think that it was a pretty authentic, like, Korean hot sure. pot experience. Yeah, I really enjoyed From what it. I've seen, you know, from videos and stuff that I've watched. Sure. And I've seen it, like, here and there in a few videos, but I don't think I've watched a video that's just dedicated to, like, hot pot or anything. So, I didn't know much about it. And now I feel very learned. Yeah, right? Yes, we're a house of learned doctors. <laughs> we what are. What movie is that from? Right? We are learned. But apparently there are people out there that aren't very <laughs> learned. Uh, so, you know, it is tournament time. Mm-hmm. We're gearing up for tournament time. Yeah. Uh, UK actually got in this year. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, we'll see, long that we'll see what happens with that. But overall, you know, what are people going to do? They're going to go out at least the first, you know, the thir- this is coming upcoming as of recording this on Tuesday. Thursday and Friday are the biggest, like mm-hmm. that's the biggest days, right? Yeah. I say that people lose the most productivity at work during those days. I'm on spring break, so ha 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 suckas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, people go out to bars. And typically, what 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 do people eat when they're watching these games? Uh, wings, wings, yeah, right? I I love toys. I love a good wing. Yeah, me too. I'm me personally too. a bone in fan. I'll eat them either way. Yeah. However, however they're presented, I'll eat them. Um, I don't discriminate. There are things called boneless wings mm-hmm. that I consider to be nugs. Eh. 
I don't subscribe to that belief, but you know what? If you do, that's cool. If you don't, that's cool too. Well, apparently if you don't, you can also sue. (laughs) (laughs) So we got to talk about this because, you know, there's always been this, this timeless debate. I think more than, you know, within the vein of is a hot dog a sandwich (laughs) is Mm -hmm. a boneless wing a wing. Yeah. And I'm actually surprised it's taken this long yeah. to happen, honestly, because of the whole, you know, is a bonus wing a wing. But there is a guy who has decided to take it up on himself and sue sue BW3, claiming that boneless wings are just chicken nuggets. Well, dude, welcome to the party, pal, (laughs) because there's a lot of us that have known that for a long, long time. (laughs) So let me just read you a little bit of the story here from the New York Post. A Chicago man has filed a class action lawsuit against BW3 on the grounds that its so-called boneless wings are actually closer to chicken nuggets. The complaint was filed in U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Illinois per court documents attained by WGN. This class action seeks to challenge the false and deceptive marketing and advertising of BW3 boneless wings. In it, he argues that the product's name and description lend the false impression that they are bona fide chicken wings that have simply been been deboned and are therefore comprised entirely of chicken meat. However, in actuality, they are not wings at all, but rather slices of chicken breast meat deep fried like wings. The plaintiff declared declared of the supposed culinary cover up. Like I just, I can't even with this this guy. Like I really can't. Well, the door was opened by the um, Belvita Shells and Cheese Girl. Right. So I like I like specifically this. Had had Mr. Halim, and this is the guy who's suing, known mm-hmm. that the products were not chicken wings, he would not have purchased them or would have paid significantly less for them, states the document, which goes on to declare that the Chicagoan had suffered financial injury due to the defendant's false and deceptive conduct. How much do boneless wings cost? I don't even know because I don't get boneless wings, right? I mean, they're cheaper than traditional wings. But also, don't sit here and play me like this man walked into a B-dubs for the first time in his entire life and went, these are nuggets. Uh, Get me my lawyer. Like, no. If he's suffering a financial burden, this man has been to B-dubs more in his life than he can count other places. Right. Like, come on now. So, he claims that other places that offer these, like uh, Papa John's calls them chicken poppers, and Domino's, yeah, they, are are le- they are labeled boneless chicken to avoid any confusion. What's the... Con- I, I just... This, like, this makes my head want to explode, <laughs> like, for real. So, as reparations for the alleged chicken dupe, the suit demands a jury trial, which he would lose immediately, (laughs) an unspecified amount of punitive damages, lawyer fees, and any other fines is determined by the court court per documents. Just, I, I, I just can't even with this guy. Yeah, come on now. I mean, what are you, born yesterday? Like, did you... I'm, this is just a money grab because there's no way that you like feasibly say, well, I thought this was just a deboned chicken wing. Really? You think someone stands back there and pushes all the little bones out of the chicken wings? And why does it look like a nugget, dude? <laughs> like, why do you even care? Like, do you just have nothing else going on in your life? Like, who cares if they're nuggets or not? Like, I, I seriously... Have the nuggets harmed you in some sort of I, way? It's like the dude who was suing Texas Pete Hot Sauce because it's made in North Carolina and not Texas. 
or the chick suing Velveeta because it says the cooking time is three minutes, but you, it doesn't take into account the amount of time you got to right. let it sit. I just, everybody on this planet knows that boneless wings are basically chicken nuggets. That's just a fact. I don't care that you call them boneless wings. <laughs> the fact of the matter remains that they are chicken nuggets. Yeah. And if you can't see that, I can't help you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, that's, that's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous way to be. It's just absolute nonsense. So I really guess I would implore anyone who's out watching basketball or at any time, anywhere, and you see boneless wings on the menu, <laughs> realize that they really are just chicken nuggets. Yeah, move about your life. Like, come on. Like, how did this cause this dude pain and suffering? Uh, I'm feeling like he's caused pain and suffering because he ain't got a job and this is how he's got to get money. He's how like, many like, lawsuits do you think that he's placed to make money over the years? So scam, 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 scam. He's like Lucky from King of the Hill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, did the, the mailman run over your foot too? Come right. on now. Went in Costco, slipped on PP, and got me a settlement of $53,000. <laughs> what show was it where uh, the mailman ran over someone's foot? Mm. And they had a settlement, and that was the way the, where they had their money from. I don't remember. Oh God, it's a sitcom. Of, is it a sitcom? For some reason, I thought that was Lucky, but maybe it wasn't. I have to Google it. Well, we'll never know. R.I.P. <laughs> but um, that's definitely a TV show. But yeah, if someone out there knows. Let me know. I just uh, yeah, I, I I can't with this guy. So, yeah, no. Yeah, we need we need to move on from yeah, this story because I just you, I can't. You know what I can deal with. What's that? A good old-fashioned fish sandwich. Yes. I love a good fast food fish yes. sandwich. Yes, and it's the middle of Lenten season, it right? It sure is. It absolutely is. Yeah, which uh, is a great time to eat a fish sandwich. Yeah. Any time is a good time to eat a fish I sandwich. I mean, I bet they got a good one at um, Smithtown Seafood. I haven't had it if they have. Um, I just like my my fish from there to be on a bed of um, fries that I'm not going to eat all of. Yeah. And several... Because uh, I got the uh, the oyst- oyst- the fried oyster oyster I can't po boy yes hard to say. fried po boy's hard to say oyster po boy from Smithtown and it was very delicious mm-hmm. big sandwich big sandwich yeah I like their oysters I haven't had anything from there that I don't like so. but you know uh, it definitely the time to eat fish sandwiches is now because everybody That's has nice. them right mm-hmm. I think a lot of places too like do them like as a uh, as a uh, a Linton Linton season thing. Mm-hmm. It's a seasonal thing, right? As opposed to having them on the menu all the time. A couple of places have them on the menu all the time. Yeah, but. there's um, and this might be on your list. I'm not sure, but I really want to try the one from Popeyes. Yeah, yeah. It's just so far to drive to Popeyes. Right. It, even from over here, it's kind of far. It's on the other side. I could drive home in the amount of time <laughs> that I could drive to Popeyes. So I, I found this I found this this other article from okay. allrecipes.com that I, I thought would be website. fun mm-hmm. to talk about, right? I tried seven fast food fish fish sandwiches. This is the one out order again. Okay. So in order from seventh to first. What are the contenders? Are you just gonna tell me one at a time or Yeah, I was gonna I was okay. just gonna tell you one at a time. Um so McDonald's Filet of fish number seven. Ooh. Clocks in at number seven. Interesting. Right. Uh, you fan of the filet of fish? Yeah. Have you had one in a while? Not in a long while, but I mean, I'd eat it. 
I'll tell you the past 10 years I've had one. Yeah, so this person says, unfortunately, the filet of fish really hasn't withstood the test of time. It's classic, that's for sure, but it was also the most boring and bland fish sandwich I ate. Interesting, okay. Yeah. Number with the cheese? I get, yeah. Yeah, the patty doesn't taste like much. My slice of cheese was barely there, so certainly didn't add any flavor, and the tartar sauce was more mayo than anything else. Okay, that's fair. Burger King, number six, Burger King's Big Fish. Okay. Ever had that? Mm-mm. Nope. Okay. So, th- there's something about this fish sandwich that is off. I couldn't tell if it was pickle flavor or the fish itself or the tartar sauce that didn't know if it wants to taste like vinegar or mayonnaise, but I couldn't get behind this sandwich. Okay. Number five, Popeye's. Popeye's at number five. Love the list. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, I had high hopes for this sandwich, especially because Popeye's consistently breaks the internet with its chicken sandwiches, but I was disappointed. The spice mix is too overpowering for something as delicate as fish. I could, yeah, I mm-hmm. could kind of see that. I don't know. I couldn't taste anything beyond spices and bread, which is definitely not what I was looking for. This fish sandwich did get a few points because the spice mix had a nice kick, but I don't think many people are searching for a good spice mix when they're eating a fish sandwich. I am. I agree. I am too. I am, and I will, again, I've not had it, want to try it, but uh, it seems delightful to me, and actually, when you're done, I'll talk about this a little bit further. Okay. Number four, Arby's King's Hawaiian Fish Deluxe. I've had that one. Did you like it? Yeah, that was a staple, well, it's all right, but that was a staple of mine and my father's um, Fridays whenever he would come up to get King. Okay, okay. We would get Arby's. Oh, nice. Yep. Did you get specifically the King's Hawaiian one, or just... Because I think they have a couple of different ones you can choose from. I don't think it was the King's Hawaiian one, because this has been like 13 or 14 years ago okay. now, but I think it was just on like a big giant sesame seed bun, but mm-hmm. back then I remember liking it. Okay. So this is the specifically the King's one that comes okay. in at number in four. Yeah. The fish on its own was tasty, but it was overpowered by all the sweet flavors of the bun and tomatoes. In the end, it tasted more like a tomato sandwich than a fish sandwich. Well, that doesn't bode well for the fish taste, then, mm, does it? No, it doesn't. Number three is the Popeye spicy flounder. So there's two different things going on here oh, with Popeyes, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't love the original sandwich because felt the spices overpowered the fish. But in this version, the spicy mayo really takes over as a spicy food fan. I love the spicy mayo's taste. In fact, I would have topped every single one of these sandwiches with Popeye spicy mayo given the choice. But she also, or the person who wrote this, also felt the fish was overpowered by the spice. Okay. Number two, I think, is the one that you just referred to, and that's the Arby's Crispy Fish Sandwich. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's a banger. Yeah. Arby's Sandwich, let's see. This is the quintessential fish sandwich that you remember your mom making when you were younger or getting your church's fish fry. The fish was crispy and had a good flavor, and the tartar sauce wasn't doing too much. My only complaint was that it was a little dry. Hmm. I don't remember if it was dry or not. Number one, Wendy's Crispy Panko Fish Sandwich. Okay. The fish is perfectly crispy and the pickles add an extra crunch in contrast to the fluffy bun. The tartar sauce was more vinegary than mayo forward, making it my favorite tartar sauce of the day. And the lettuce was incredibly fresh and crunchy, which was a sharp contrast to the limp lettuce of other sandwiches. The only downside was the cheese was pretty underwhelming next to all the other ingredients, but I didn't mind all that much. Hmm. Very interesting. Man, now I want to do a taste test of all these, honestly. Um, but actually, it's funny that we bring this up today, I think, last Friday, maybe, um, on Good Mythical Morning, another mm-hmm. YouTube show. Um, they played a game where they tried all of these um, 
chicken or all these fish sandwiches and maybe one other one because they had six but and this one had seven but technically they just had them from what five places because oh, two yeah. of them had duplicates mm-hmm. yep um and their favorite was the popeyes one by far the original uh, not the not the flounder i yes. guess okay. Um, and then they really liked the Wendy's one too. So I don't think I have to try that Wendy's one. I've never had a fish sandwich from Wendy's. I have never, never, ever had a fish sandwich from but Wendy's. But don't sleep on the Arby's like original crispy one or whatever. Okay. Yeah, that's a not just because it's like a memory that I have of my dad. Sure, but it's, it's just really good and it's big. Yeah, they used to be, and maybe they still are. But they used to be two for five on Fridays, and it's a massive giant sandwich. You're definitely getting your money's worth. Okay. It's probably not two for five now. It's probably two for $97. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's cheap for fast food these Especially days. Especially for Arby's. Arby's is Arby's has never been cheap. No. I haven't been to Arby's in so long. I think it made my tummy upset the last time I went. But um, in a weird way. I don't know. Not the normal way. It was, it was, a, weird, it was a weird time. Yeah. But um, would be one to try it. I'll try it. I think I think pretty much I would agree with that ranking. Uh, just and I haven't had them, but I will. I would probably would rank the fillet of fish as the lowest. Probably just because it's like no frills and and they're all frozen fish. Let's yeah. just get this straight right now. Oh my god, no one's using fresh fish for a fish sandwich. It's, it's I don't even think they're doing that at a restaurant, are they? Um, maybe a fancy restaurant. Charlie Seafood may. Yeah. Fresh ish. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember how theirs was. I haven't been there in a long time. I mean, time theirs either. isn't really sandwich though. It's just a giant piece of fish with two pieces of bread and fries. Yeah. Um, there was that time for the blog that I tried all of the local fish sandwiches, but I did not try fast food fish sandwiches. So I'm open. Yeah. I think that's probably a little bit easier to get. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, I'll just spend an afternoon trekking to and fro Popeyes. <laughs> it's just on like, what is that? The east side of town? No, it's not the north, north side. side. I live on the south side. Yeah. There's several highways to take to get there, and none of them are good. They're all the crappiest roads. Yeah, it, it definitely takes a minute. You'd, I, I would probably suggest like going like on a Saturday like right when they opened or yeah. something. Uh, the last time I went just to get a chicken sandwich, it literally took me an hour and a half to get there and to get back. I'd stay away. In the same city, y'all. Lexington like, isn't that big. Right. I'd stay away from there for on Fridays for now. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. But yeah, that was interesting. Um, And all of that food talk is going to lead us into one of our favorite segments. Everybody wants to try some food. Yeah. So we're trying some food. It's, um, well, let's just go ahead and start with this one first. It correlates to a story. It does. It it, it lines up. And you know what? I'm not going to sue cheese it over this. It lines up right with something with story that we just talked about. I mean, you could because they're claiming these are chicken wings. But they're not. They're chicken wing flavored Cheez-Its. Right. Which goes right along with our Buffalo Wild Wings story. Buffalo wing flavored Cheez-Its. Cheez-It. I'm not, I don't, I'm reaching into this box and I'm just getting crackers. Yeah. I, I'm digging at the bottom for my wing prize, but I don't see it. Now, I will say, I'm not really getting any of the blue cheese or whatever it is that they got dipping sauce over here. I'm just getting a lot of buffalo. Well, sauce. I'm going to tell you right now, we need to sue them. Yeah. This, this is false advertising. There should at least be some blue cheese in this box I wanna, that I can dip this in. I want to dip my hand in there and come up with, <laughs> with just, a just a glob of blue cheese. <laughs> a glob of anything, but ugh, I hate blue cheese. Oh, I love it. Uh, well, I don't hate it. I like it in certain situations, like melted upon Brussels sprouts that have been pan-roasted from, um, what's that place I like? 
um, Jean Ferris. Okay. Cheese. Wow, that's really specific. It was really specific. It's the only time that I've liked blue cheese. I like it, though. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they're really good. They uh, got a real tangy uh, buffalo. Kind of tastes like a Frank's Red Hot yeah. situation here. They are really good. Yeah, I like them. Uh, tangy, not super spicy. Perfection. So, if, if you don't like the messiness of a chicken wing mm-hmm. or blue cheese... Get you some cheese at Buffalo Wing. Yeah, they'll do the trick for you. And they're probably healthier for you than uh, chicken wings. So. Maybe. Um, let's see. Probably. Uh, these aren't that bad. Uh, 26 crackers for 150 uh, calories. Okay, that's not terrible. They're a little high in fat. 10% of your daily uh, value in fat. And sodium. But other than that, not bad. Okay, all right. Um, I don't have chicken wings right in front of me, so I can't tell you their caloric intake. I have some in the freezer I could make you. <laughs> well, we'll just uh, not worry about it for now. The second thing we have is actually donated to us by my friend Cherelle, so thank you for that. She's a my Filipino co-worker, and she brought us some golden sweet corn uh, treats to try. So she said this is her favorite snack from the Philippines. Um, it's literally... They're little, like, yellow balls. Here we go with the balls again. <laughs> they um, look like cheese puffs. Kind of. But um, they don't taste like cheese puffs. They taste straight like someone put a bunch of corn kernels into a ball and then you're eating it. Which is not bad. No, not at all. So, at first, when we opened the bag, we were both kind of like, hmm. Okay, well, we were trying to get a beat on, like, what it tasted like, right? Yeah. Does it taste like a cereal we've had? Does it taste like something we've had? But since like, they've been sitting here on the table... They start to develop like their own taste. Yeah, it literally just tastes like eating an ear of corn, like, like a buttered ear corn. of corn. They're yeah. really good. I like them. Yeah, they're growing on me. I gotta say, girl, these were. Um, I was uh, real iffy on these after the first bite, but mm-hmm. um, the more that I, that I munch on them, I can see where you'd be like just absentmindedly snacking on some corn all day long. Oh, for sure. I've kept, I've gone back several times into the bag to yeah, get to get some. Me too. And they really have like they evoke like almost like this Kicks Cheerios flavor. The very first one that I had. Yeah, because it was sweet. But I think it was my brain, you know, going to to trying to it kind of like, looked like one. Figure out what it was that I was eating. It, What's the other one? The corn pops? They look yeah. like corn pops yeah. with the like sugar and stuff but on But since we've been sitting here kind of eating them, um, they really have just kind of taken on a flavor of their own, of yeah. just sweet sweet corn. Literally just like eating a corn, but less messy. And I'm always excited. Eating exce- a corn? <laughs> eating a corn. Here's $20, go buy a corn. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I am always excited to try snacks from different countries. Mm-hmm. I love trying snacks from different countries. It's so much fun. So thank you very much for bringing us these because these are really good. Yeah, and thanks, Cheryl. I would like to, I will try to find them because, and they're really not that bad. No. At first, like I said, I was a little uh, iffy, but yeah, I'm into them now. Yeah, I kind of I like them. Yeah, so what does it say? Enjoy the original sweet corn by, I can't read the rest, by Regent. So they're made by a company called Regent. And then uh, most of the writing on the... Uh, back is a, a different language. Let's see. The ingredients are actually... There's, yeah, some of them are in English, English, right? Corn, vegetable oil, may contain coconut oil, and or palm oil, sweet corn flavor, salt, sugar, monosodium, glutamate, artificial food color. MSG. Manufacturing equipment and or facility that also processes, processes wheat, eggs, milk, and milk products, uh, and soy. So, yeah. Recommend. Yeah. Um, I think... What is the 
Asian market on Waller. That's where she got him. Yeah, I don't remember. You, is that what it's called? I think that's right. Why you, why you? Yeah. Sorry if I'm saying that wrong. I think um, I, I think that's right. But if, probably, if you live in Lexington, you've probably seen it. It's this big uh, Asian market that's right across the street from St. Joe Hospital on Waller. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I, I want to go there and check it out. I've always seen it. I've never been inside. So, field trip maybe? I believe if you would like to get fresh fish... Mm-hmm. I think that they have live fish in there oh, that you can purchase. I'll make sure it'll take me there um, since she's been there a lot. But yeah, I like it. Yeah. And then the last thing we have to try is on the day of recording, it is um, March the 14th, so it's Pi Day. It's Pi Day, P-I. For those that celebrate nerdy math jokes. Um, so yeah, in celebration, um, we're eating a little hand pies. Yes. Straight from the 7-Eleven slash Speedway. Yes. So these actually give me, uh, you know, the old school Hostess fruit mm-hmm. pie vibes for sure. Um, when we opened the box, I was like, oh, this looks, it looks exactly like a Hostess fruit pie. Yes. If one day that we find out that I have diabetes really badly, <laughs> it's because I had no less than 100 of these in my lifetime in a short span. There was a few months there where I ate too many of them. <laughs> one might be too many, but you know. Because they're delicious. You just got to live your life. So I got lemon. Yeah, I have a cherry. Um, I loved it. I've already eaten it. Yeah, I'm gonna and I'm gonna end up eating all mine because I was like, oh, I'll just have like half. They also had um, Boston cream, which is good. I've not had one I don't like. Uh, maybe the apple one. I'm not a huge apple. Yeah, pie Yeah, that's fan. probably my least favorite. Yeah, so they had the apple pie, cherry, lemon, Boston cream, chocolate. And then they had a strawberry. I've never had a strawberry hand pie. I'm not sure if I've had a strawberry hostess one or not. Because my go-to is always cherry. Yeah, I like cherry and the lemon and the chocolate. Um, oh, I forgot about the chocolate. Oh, yeah. Chocolate one's nope. I feel like there's probably a blueberry one floating around, but they didn't. Ha- they were out of it at the yeah. at the Speedway I went to. But, yeah. Delicious. Happy 314. Happy pie day. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Sarah. You're welcome, Carrie, and thank you, Cheryl, again, for the sweet Filipino treat. For sure. Really like those. Yeah. Yum. All right. Well, now I think it's time for our newest segment, the Hinky History Lesson. Yes, and sticking with the Linton fish theme, Mm -hmm. today I am bringing you the history of the sandwich that was seventh on the list that we just talked about. And that is the filet of fish. Okay. It is an iconic fish sandwich. It you, you have is. to admit I mean, that. Who was making a fish sandwich before McDonald's? Right. So the sandwich was invented in 1962 by Catholic businessman Lou Groen, a McDonald's franchisee, franchisee owner in Cincinnati. His store at 525 West North Bend Road was in a predominant. Pred- predominantly (laughs) Roman Catholic neighborhood, which led to falling hamburger sales on Fridays, resulting from the Roman Catholic practice of abstaining from meat on Fridays. The product was named by Cy Landy of Cy Landy Advertising Agency, which was the advertising firm for that particular McDonald's franchise. The sandwich was the first non-hamburger menu item brought in by new McDonald's company owner Ray Kroc. Croc made a deal with Groen. They would sell two non-meat sandwiches on a Friday. Croc's own hula burger, grilled pineapple with cheese on a cold bun. So, mm. 
that was Ray. That was Ray Kroc's answer to to Lent. Oh, thanks, Ray, for thinking of us. And the fillet of fish, whichever sold the most, would be added to the permanent menu. The fillet of fish won hands down. Honestly, thank God. Right, and was added to menus throughout 1963 until reaching nationwide status in 1965. Um, McDonald's removed the filet of fish from its menus in the United States on September 26, 1996, and replaced it with the fish filet deluxe sandwich. I don't know if you remember that. Vaguely. Vaguely. This was part of McDonald's ill-fated deluxe line of sandwiches. Yeah, I remember that. However, the filet of fish was brought back to its menu on a gradual basis starting in the middle of 1997 due to overwhelming letters and petitions. The filet of fish deluxe itself was discontinued at most restaurants in early 1998, while others continued to offer until 2000 when it was finally removed from all McDonald's menus. In 2019, McDonald's sent a cease and desist letter to a small Canadian restaurant that was selling a fish sandwich it called the effing filet of fish. (laughs) (laughs) McDonald's claimed that the restaurant's use of the term violated McDonald's registered filet of fish trademark. In response, the restaurant agreed to stop using filet of fish to describe its fish sandwich. Should have just called it the filet of fish. This is interesting. Filet of fish is often referred to as a burger outside the U.S., in particular, Australia, India, New Zealand, and the UK, hmm. which I thought was interesting. I wonder why. And in France, a variation of the sandwich is sold as the McFish using Mick prefix that McDonald's uses for some of its other products. Mm-hmm. The French McFish does not include cheese and replaces tartar sauce with ketchup. The French McFish. <laughs> French McFish. Ooh la la. <laughs> oh, so there you go. There's there's some uh, history of the old good old filet fish sandwich. I like it. Also like French McFish as a title for this episode. Oh, I do like French McFish. Um, yeah, that was good. Um, wonder because I always or uh, not always, but I'm just now wondering. Or before you started, I don't know what I'm wondering. Um. For some reason, I was thinking that was a seasonal sandwich for a while. The deluxe? No, just the regular oh, fish, but mm-mm. I guess it wasn't. No, it was the first the first non-hamburger, or I guess the first brand new um, menu item ever brought to McDonald's menu. That wasn't a burger. Thank you, everyone in 1962, for beating a grilled pineapple. <laughs> yeah, not fam. Right? Not, not for me. I mean, I like pineapple. I like grilled pineapple, but not on a cold sandwich. That's weird, but interesting. Yeah. I like that that was a competition. Um, Dang, now I want a fish sandwich. Somehow I'm still hungry after all this food, too. And I just, I guess maybe because I don't eat enough filet fish sandwiches, did not realize it had gotten replaced with the fish deluxe in the 90s. I do remember a time when uh, there were a lot of deluxe sandwiches, um, deluxe chicken sandwiches, the, did they have a deluxe burger? I'm sure they did. I had the Mick Deluxe. Mick Deluxe, yeah. Probably along the lines of like a quarter pounder, I imagine. I can't remember that specific, but I do remember like like the deluxe chicken sandwiches and stuff. So you had the McLean Deluxe, which was marketed as, as the healthy alternative to McDonald's regular menu. Uh, gross. Yeah. You had the Arch Deluxe. I do remember the Arch Deluxe. To compete, trying to compete with the Whopper. Mm-hmm. You did have the McGrilled Chicken Classic. Yes. And the Fish Deluxe. And that was it. Hmm. Interesting. I know recently, like maybe in the past 10 years or so, they were trying to do that thing where they had artisan like chicken sandwiches and burgers and stuff where they just used sweet buns instead of like like 
whole wheat buns, but they tasted just like straight up sugar. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I never did like those and like super watery lettuce, but I haven't been to make. Okay. I don't want to lie. I almost said I haven't been to McDonald's in a while, but I got chicken nuggets from McDonald's last Thursday, <laughs> but you know, having to run through a drive through after something. So sure. Yeah. You can eat, you can take what you can get, but man, yeah, I'm going to have a, filet of fish here soon. I feel like I want to fly, try a filet of fish again because I have I bet yeah. I haven't had one since the 80s. Easy. I mean, it's definitely not been that long for me, but it's been it's been long enough. It needs to be revisited. I, mm. I agree. Maybe on Friday. Yeah. Be... For a good old Lenten throwback. Why not? Why not? And then you can report if it indeed would rank the lowest on your, you know, fish sandwich hierarchy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if I wasn't trying to actively lose weight, I'd go eat all seven of those sandwiches because they're available to us in Lexington. Right. So all of them. And that's what I actually liked about that list. And that's why I brought that list up um, today was because I've seen a couple of other lists out there ranking fish sandwiches. Mm-hmm. But like we don't have an Arthur Treacher's fish and chips around here we actually anymore. Do. Where? I don't know, but it's on DoorDash. Really? Mm-hmm. And I had never, I didn't know what it was, so I went Googling it. There used to be one in Lexington in, like, the 80s. Yeah, it's, I mean, and when I say recently, like, within the past maybe two to three weeks, I'm going to look it up. But, um, yeah, what is Arthur Treacher's? I've never heard of that until I saw it on, um, whatchamacallit, DoorDash. It's just a it's just a um, restaurant, fast food type restaurant, fast casual that serves fish and chips. Weird. Would have been popular in the eighties, seventies, and eighties. Um, where's that in Lexington? Eighteen forty nine, Ali Sheba Way. No, yes, right down close to close to all kinds of stuff. So interesting, interesting. I don't know that I believe this. I don't know if I believe this this DoorDash. We're gonna have to investigate. That's what the restaurant it's saying on here, and there's no other place that has an alley sheep away <laughs> except for Lexington, Kentucky. Yeah, I don't know. We're gonna have to investigate this further. Yeah, we'll get back to you on that one. Um, but that was a good history for sure. Um, all right. Well, I think we did a pretty good job today. Kind of going on the fly. Uh, we got a couple of drinks that we were drinking on, too. Yeah, we do. Talk about what do you have to drink over there. I busted out the Yaritos again, and this is their Mexican Cola. Um, okay. Definitely down there on the list of ones that probably wouldn't seek out again. Mm, not, good. not that it was terrible, Yeah. but I got, like, no cola off of it. Where it, it what, what does it say? Believe it might be... A ghost kitchen inside of Frisch's. See that Big don't Boy. that don't count. That don't count. That, at no. this address we have okay. Frisch's Big Boy and Nathan's Famous. Okay, I'm not. I don't count that then as an authentic Arthur Treacher's because Arthur Treacher's has to be the the restaurant. It's got to be a building. Yeah, when I started zeroing in on the map, it's definitely yeah. where the Frisch's is. We ain't. I ain't dealing with no ghost kitchen. Nah. Yeah. I'll just drive to Massachusetts or whatever. <laughs> Massachusetts. I think that's there's some still located there. Yeah, this is for sure the freshest. I'm looking at it on the actual. Yes, yeah, I can see map. I can see it from here. No, that don't count. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. Shame on you, Arthur Treachers. But anyway, <laughs> Mexican color, you didn't yeah. like it. Um, it was fine, but it just ended up tasting like sugar water to me and not like mm-hmm. I didn't get a real lot of cola like you flavor. Getting like a Mexican Coke vibe. No. Sad day. Well, this one had a lot of flavor that I have. I have the Coca-Cola Move. 
Um, I actually have the zero sugar version at home, but I did not bring it this time. So I stopped at the aforementioned 7-Eleven slash uh, Speedway and got this. So why is it labeled move? Is it because you want to move after you drink it to the toilet? or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, it just says... It has this transformation flavored, and then it has like some drawings on it, and it says Rosalia on the top, who I think is like a is that a pop star right now? I've seen no that name idea. before. None, no idea. We're young, we know. I'm an old. I'm nearing an old, but um, this just kind of tastes like someone poured a bunch of uh, sunscreen in here. It's super artificially coconut Gross. flavored. Yeah, like you can. You can smell it from far away. Oh, wow. Yeah. That smells like, uh, uh, what's that? Uh, and there's some kind of like sugar cookie lotion or something that like Bed Bath and, or, uh, that B- Bath, Bath and, and Body, Body Works, Works sells. That's the vibe I'm getting off of it. Probably. Uh, it could be warm vanilla sugar. That's it. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. It does have a warm vanilla sugar vibe. Yeah, I'm that person that has a bunch of Bath and Body Works stuff. But never was a warm vanilla sugar person. Well. <laughs> not because I didn't like it. I was not allowed to bring it into my house because my mother has a very averse um, sense of smell. And there are several smells that will trigger a migraine. And, and one, of one of them is vanilla. Gotcha. Like fake vanilla, not like vanilla extract or something. So I was never allowed to have it at home and I still don't have it. But what? yeah, this kind of smells like and tastes like, I don't know what, tropical... Um, What's the sun, like, the stuff you put on the tanning bed? Yeah, the, the uh, Tropicana, or not Tropicana, that's the orange that's juice. Orange juice. Uh, I know, the suntan lotion. Yeah, I'm not cool enough to have laid in the tanning bed, so I don't remember what it's called, but you can you can envision it in the brown bottle with the yellow top. Anyway, it's not great. Um, wouldn't recommend it unless you just love coconut. Uh, the drink or the suntan lotion? Both. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can drink suntan lotion if you want to. Uh, you, you can also take a suntan lo- lotion bottle and put alcohol in it and drink it that way at the beach. You sure and can. no one is none the wiser. And you can put your um, viables in it as well, I would think. Yes, you can. I feel like I've seen that before. Yes, you have. And you know what else I've seen before? Um, our podcast information on the internet. So, if you want to follow us, we are on Twitter and Instagram at Hungry and KY. Uh, we didn't give any of our plugs up top because I got excited. Um, you can email us, hungryandky at gmail.com. If you'd like to be on the show, uh, shoot me an email or a DM. Slide right in there. They're always open. Um, well, I don't want to say they're always open. They're open to fans of the show. Um, and then you can find our podcast every other Wednesday, wherever it is that you find podcasts. And then we have a little food blog as well. So that's Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. Facebook and Instagram at Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. Twitter at BB and Eats. And then if you want to read our past blog posts and get actually a live feed to this podcast, you can go to our website, bbandeats.com. And where do we find you at, Carrie? On Twitter at GRLS for Sports. We are on Instagram, we're on Facebook. We are everywhere. Good podcasts are free. Well, thanks again for listening to Hungry in Kentucky. And as always, stay hungry, Kentucky. Mm-hmm.